Hey everyone, this is Tipsy Spoilers with Raf and Mike, and we're going to talk about Marriage Story today, among uh, other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so what did you think about Marriage Story, uh, Mike? Uh, Actually, well, we have to start with the beer, right? Yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, start with the beer. <laughs> I'm here, and uh, what do you have a bottle of? I have uh, I have a bottle of Gatorade, an empty yes. bottle. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I I drank my last beer uh, two days ago, I forgot uh-huh. that, and I forgot to buy some some more. So there you go. All and right. uh, what are you drinking? <laughs> my end, I have a Mickey's Fine Malt Liquor, the best malt liquor you can get for a dollar at Seven Eleven, which is also where I got my lunch. Very so, nice. Uh, hope you guys yeah. all enjoy this with me. Ah, uh, there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh Mickey's, oh Mickey's like, so oh, fine. Yeah. You, you blow my mind. Yeah. It's like the Kool Aid man's like, oh yeah. Yeah. All right. And Mickey's is like, oh yeah, I don't know. Mickey is like, ha. Oh. <laughs> you want to talk about the story? It's not on Disney Plus, but you know, it's on Netflix, huh? <laughs> You think you can get some of this, McGregor? I don't know. <laughs> yeah! Woo! Yeah, very right. story. Uh, and uh, being a loyal listeners, all of you, on Spotify and Anchor. Yeah. Oh, and also on, on Apple. I don't know how many people are, are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, but hey. <laughs> I, saw that, I saw that we have a listener from Mexico last time, mm-hmm. I think. Or right. maybe it's just the same guy we had in the U.S. who went to Mexico for a day. <laughs> well, if there's really somebody in Mexico listening, uh, shit. Hola. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hola, amigos. <laughs> yeah, right. We have uh, one Spanish speaker here. He will uh, he will talk for our one uh, Mexican <laughs> listener <laughs> out there. I'll just sit back and drink my Mickey's yeah, until, I, just until I know Spanish. Yeah, vamos a hablar sobre marriage story. Adam <laughs> Driver, he's Scarlett Johansson. Y ahora, Mike. What do you think about marriage, marriage story? La película está... Está good. No, I don't fucking... Está good. Está buena, no, my friend. Es bien o bueno. Uh, uh, which, what would you is, is uh, female, so you have to say like, yeah. buena. Ah, okay. It's yeah. not bien. like bien is more like how you feel yeah. and like yeah. the quality of something. Like it's good. It's yeah. like bueno, buena. Yeah. And estoy bonito. Hey. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, if anyone's <laughs> interested, I teach Spanish on <laughs> on my other podcast. <laughs> It's called Spanish for Mike. <laughs> Spanish for Mike. Yeah, I only speak American. Ding dong, you know. Ding dong. This is how we're talking in Hawaii, you know. <laughs> oh, man. We, we got to do a Hawaii episode. You know what? Yeah. You need to come to Hawaii and we'll do a Hawaii episode. Yeah, we'll do a Hawaii episode. Like It'll be about every podcast. Every podcast does like a Hawaii episode, like. Okay, I've only saw like one or two of the Hawaii episode, but it just feels like they don't really want to do it. Like I never understood why would people come to Hawaii? They don't feel like doing shit. 
it's like I, I didn't know. I didn't really understand that until I went to New York and came back, and then I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to do anything." <laughs> I don't. I don't care. The, yeah, it must be the sun, the climate, the uh, the beaches. I don't know. It's like it just seems like a cool place. <laughs> yeah. New York Quite. is like a place that's always stressful all the time, you know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is about New York that it's like. It feels like people are are pretty like. It's like they're pretty decent, good people, like average people. But it feels like everyone's trying to fight through wanting yeah. to punch each other. Yeah. Like you don't even know why you're angry or why you're irritated. I get that. But you need to like make up a reason to like. I don't know. What, what's the word for it? Wait. When you when you make up a reason to feel something, like you're feeling angry, and then you make up a reason to feel angry, but you're just angry. There's like a word for it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the word, but I know what you mean. It's like, uh, you know, you might just be walking down the street and you're like, get out of the way. And, you know, it's always like, yeah, it's like a rat race. But uh, I don't know. It's like in New York, if you're not doing something, people think you're weird. It's like, yeah. hey, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. It's like. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the amount of times like I hear, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't even know what I mean half the time. I'm, I'm from Hawaii. Half the shit we say doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like it's like Yoda. You know, you don't have to understand everything. Like he says, yeah, you just yeah. have to take the, the general message. You know, it's like, yeah. but uh, yeah. Uh, New York. Yeah. And speaking of New York, that is where the movie Our we're story, talking about yeah. started. Yeah. In yeah, New York. I, think it, uh, I don't know if it happens on the Upper West Side or it kind of feels like Upper West Side E kind of. Uh, a lot of actors in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah. It's crazy because so, yeah. like it takes place in both New York and LA, and mm-hmm. they actually shot in both New York and LA. Like that's not really common for movies. Yeah. Like, especially like indie movies. I mean, this had like a pretty good budget for like an indie film, yeah. but yeah, I mean, still, yeah, it has the Netflix. It's got the Netflix yeah. budget, and uh, you know, and they're like, well, you know, they 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 didn't go to Toronto or Vancouver to film like the New York bits, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I would have expected them to do was to like go to Vancouver and like make half a soundstage LA and the other half New York. <laughs> but yeah, but, it was uh, all hey, shot. Yeah. Yeah, they were going for the real thing, and uh, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, a lot of famous actors in this thing. It's like, well, you know, like we were talking about it. You had like Adam Driver, mm. Scarlett Johansson, Laura Dern, who I just remembered used to be in Jurassic Park, like the first one. Yeah. <laughs> then there's uh, Ray Liotta. Mm. There's like an old actor, like because there are two. Adam Driver has like a, a nice lawyer at the beginning. Mm. You know, for the divorce, because spoiler alert, Marriage Story should actually be called like Divorce Story. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like they pretty much established it from the beginning. It's this is about yeah. divorce. Yeah, this is like, about divorce. It's the process of divorce as a movie. Yeah, so. but it's, it's really touching. Uh, it's kind of like heartbreaking at times. Yeah, and it really gives you an impression that like there aren't any winners, even though the lawyers want there to be a winner. It's sort of like, yeah, you know, it's like the lawyers the... are just like one upping each other. Yeah. And it was directed by uh, Noah. How do you pronounce his last name? Uh, Baumbach or Baumbach or something. Yeah. yeah, I've only saw one other movie from him. It was uh, Lars and the Real Girl. I don't know. And his style is a lot like 
Wes Anderson without the irony or the mm-hmm. comedy. <laughs> it's just like if you took a Wes Anderson film seriously and didn't hyper stylize or anything, that was like that just feels like his style. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I haven't seen any other Noah Baumbach movies, uh, so uh, I, I think he directed. He the last movie he made on Netflix was with uh, I think Adam Sandler was starring in it or something, and it's very like it's all about the dialogue. It's not really about mm. like uh, hey, amazing shots of New York, and uh, yeah. you know it, it's it's cinematic, but it's not like. Well, for sure, this isn't uh, a movie for people who like action movies, I guess. Yeah. But it's like very much. Um, it's it's really it's like a, it's like they try to film a play, mm-hmm. but like they turned the play into a movie or something. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like that. It, it was a and, lot like uh, yeah. yeah, it was a lot like Fences. Like it's like you could tell this was a play basically it's yeah. an it's an actor's movie yeah it's an actor's <laughs> movie and they both play actors although adam driver plays a director slash actor who knows how yeah. to sing when he's sad like in in <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. and it's just sort of like it's really weird uh yeah <laughs> because I'm like, of that part it is yeah like, yes yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Did, did you know they actually tried to play, play that scene for him in one of like the interviews for like yeah, one of the yeah, promo yeah. interviews, and he like walked out. Yeah, I saw that. And I, I can understand why. I'm like he's vulnerable, but he's sort of. Like, when you put it that way, it's pretty funny that. <laughs> I, I would feel uncomfortable like if they played me seeing that like the way he did like you know is it's so raw and they're like I, I don't want to listen to that you know <laughs> and maybe yeah. he doesn't like to hear himself, you know it's, it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, and then like I, there were a bunch of articles saying like why Adam Driver was right, you know, like and why more actors should walk out of interviews when they're uncomfortable, you know. <laughs> like, well, I mean, they already do. So <laughs> yeah, they already do. I mean, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. did that when some guy, I think, it was like in England. Yeah. Uh, tried to ask him about like his um, when he used to be an addict and yeah. uh, sorry, feeling a little Daniel da- Diane Sawyer. So. <laughs> yeah. oh my god like i'm so happy we didn't see doolittle to be honest i'm so happy oh yeah uh this is january yeah i don't think we're gonna get like the best of the best coming out this month so <laughs> yeah i mean we we've the best movie of the week was uh bad boys forever i think Wait, <laughs> no i didn't see it but, oh, but it's like it beat the box office uh, this week like it won the box office and yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and Doctor Doolittle, or just Doolittle, uh, by many accounts is worse than Cats. And uh, but like yeah. Cats is bad, but like in a in a good way. And Doolittle yeah. is bad, like just because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, what's weird is like you could kind of tell that the studio knew it was bad because when it was first getting hyped up, it was called. The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle, like one of those long epic titles, like yeah. Curse of the Black Pearl, you know. And along the way, out of nowhere, they just changed it to Doolittle and put it in January. And yeah. at that point, I, I'm like, they, they knew. Yeah. <laughs> they knew that like, to let's make it as small as possible. It's like Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of this very small $200 million movie that we made. Man, like this is, you know, it's like... This is ripe for a pun, like do little as little as possible. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, little as you can with this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, yeah. And uh, I mean, when I already heard, when I heard uh, RDJ's accent in the trailers, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it was supposed to do a, a Welsh accent. And I was like, I've, I've heard... I've talked to Welsh people. They don't sound like that at all. <laughs> I, th- I think he was doing like the the Johnny Depp thing. How Johnny Depp would do like different accents, but they all still sounded like him. It's like Johnny Depp's actual voice doesn't really come from anywhere. So it's like I don't know. I, I, I feel mean, like maybe that's what Johnny he does Depp in real life. Like Johnny Depp in real life is like. Yeah, he still then, like, sounds British in real life. You know, so yes, <laughs> and then you're like, what did you say? <laughs> yes. Yes. So back to marriage story. I mean, yeah. Just, just to finish, like, I already have issues with RGJ's accent in the Sherlock Holmes movies, even though I like those movies, but I, like, I couldn't, I didn't buy it. And him doing a Welsh accent, which is, like, even harder. One of the hardest accents to to imitate. Like, it was like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, Welsh is, is pretty hard because, like, your nat- natural way of talking is, like, you're used to saying words that have a bunch of consonants in it. Yeah. So, so it's like, your natural like, way of I, talking is not going to sound like anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, marriage story. Marriage story. Uh, marriage story. Uh, so there's also an old, like the the nice lawyer. Uh, I was I was trying to say before I think uh, the old. So like Adam Driver has like the first lawyer he hires is really nice and and uh, he's actually he used to be pretty famous. Yeah. Uh, his name is uh, Alan Alda. He was like in the Mash TV show. Yeah. And uh, I was really surprised to see him still working. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I just expect him to be on a beach somewhere and enjoying, you know, life. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. So uh, and then uh, I don't know. Should we summarize the movie or I don't know? Um, like the whole movie is just like a big divorce fights, lawyers yeah. one upping each other, not really caring about either ScarJo or Adam Driver's characters. Yeah. They just want to win against each other. That's like yeah. Ray Liotta's character versus Laura Dern's. It's a, and, it's a very, yeah. yeah, it's a very basic story. So yeah. it gives the actors a lot to play with. Yeah. And they, they play, they, <laughs> they go all out in this movie. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, I, I, I was especially like uncomfortable in the scenes where like they have this inspector who shows up at Adam Driver's LA place and tries to analyze like how he treats his kid and uh, if he's a safe parent or something like everything he does like the woman looks like she's about to freak out like he just he's cutting vegetables and he's he's talking with a knife (laughs) and then she's like she's scared she's gonna knife her or something and you're like chill exactly I don't even think she wants to be a social worker she she reminds me of like the HR people that don't want to be HR people she's like the social worker that does not want to be a social worker (laughs) It's like, why am I here? You know, <laughs> it's like, and then yeah. you're like, uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, the ending. I was expecting like a really heartbreaking ending or something, but it ends on like amicable terms, I guess. Like uh, uh, between like uh, ScarJo and Adam Driver, 
because like she gets 55 percent of custody yeah but like she thought that was weird uh she was like but we agreed like 50 50 but the lawyers were like no i wanted to destroy the other lawyer so i got you 55 percent custody instead of just 50 and in the end she just ends up giving like five percent to adam driver just because she's nice and you know and he's a he's not a bad guy yeah uh, yeah so it's sort of like uh, but then i don't know what you think but at the end i sort of felt like they might get together again like after yeah because like it seemed i don't know i've i've uh my parents aren't divorced i've never experienced uh you know yeah. I don't know how amicable relations can be between like divorced parents or something, but yeah. I don't know. give me that kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I was watching with my girlfriend, she was a, a little bummed at the end that they didn't get back together because, like you said, it looked like that's what was going to happen. But I felt like they were going to stay separate just because, for one thing, it's it's that kind of movie. Like if this was a bit more of a mainstream movie and it was like under like a bigger studio then yeah maybe they might have had to have a moment where they like got back together or something but, but think, it, it, yeah but it's more poetic the fact that they just left it i don't think it's closed i think it's open-ended so it's like mm-hmm. either or like they might but maybe they won't just because like they've been through all this like through the whole uh, process mm-hmm. which is pretty painful and like uh yeah but the acting is really phenomenal in this movie like everyone in this mm-hmm. movie is like yeah in this uh divorce acting yeah. movie <laughs> yeah i i like that this movie just felt organic like everything played out very naturally nothing felt forced and it, it just felt like the natural happening of something but of course um even though it sounded, everything sounded realistic and natural, of course they had to punch it up a little bit because like in real life, you know, regular conversations aren't, you know, as snappy as they could be in a movie. It's not as like... Yeah. But Maybe it, actors like, talk that talk like that in real life, you know, like to each other. Yeah. Or something. I can't believe. <laughs> I cannot believe, sir. I do not believe I can... I can, I can exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there were moments in there where it sounded so accurate to like what people would actually say, but yes. it, it but it still had that vibe of like I cannot believe the audacity, <laughs> of the feeling of your divorcing, and it's like all right. <laughs> it's like they they overanalyze each other in a way. I feel, and and maybe that's why their marriage didn't work out. But <laughs> it's sort yeah. of like. It's really like, you are so self-centered that you cannot even believe that your ego is big. And then you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm kind of lost in the And like, the, the truth is, they're both, they, they were both kind of like self-centered in their own way. It, oh, yeah. it was one of those like stories where, okay, the fact that Adam Driver, I, I, I could understand why he did it. Like, I totally saw it from his point of view. But like, he, he cheated. So I mean, like, he yeah. kind of fucked up already. Over it, there, like, it, they, they mention it, like, throughout the movie. They don't show yeah. it, but they mention it throughout the movie that this happened in the past. And he's like, he cheated, but then he's like, but we didn't have sex for a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and he says, it's not my fault. And like, well, it's kind of, it kind of is his fault, but, you know, I guess, like, factors 
that yeah. are you know that he was going through you know was experiencing probably yeah. got you know helped but it's sort of like uh, it was still his choice but yeah. it's kind of uh, I see where they're both coming from but it's true like they're both really self-centered it's yeah. kind of, and they're not like cutting each other like I don't think they're they're adapting to each other's needs or I think like their goals are so like you yeah. know on opposite sides of of yeah. uh, where lives are going to go like it's just like yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I don't I don't I feel like from an international perspective this movie might come across as pretty american because that's yeah. a pretty American problem to have is like, oh, yeah, we want to stay together, but yeah. I have my dream here and I have my dream here. And it's like, I want to do what I want to do. No, I want to do what I want to do. And I'm realizing more and more that that's a very like, that's a very American, American mindset. So it's like, even though they're trying to fight that, that ego, it's kind of like that in the end, that's kind of like what keeps them from getting along or putting their dreams aside is because they went after careers that you know they went into it saying that i want to get as big as possible and i want to go after my dream so that's kind of the root of all of this is that they both had dreams that like pulled them apart yeah and it's sort of like uh, well, i think like scar johansson's character uh she feels like she compromised for like yeah. 10 years like she moved yeah. to new york and uh did all of uh, adam driver's uh, plays or something yeah. But then it's kind of like he resents the fact that she's not uh, more thankful that he like included her on his, you know, in his troop because like she was just like uh, essentially uh, Tara Reid in like American Pie or something <laughs> before. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, essentially, <laughs> essentially, and then she joined his like, you know, uh, arts actors mm -hmm. troupe yeah. you know like really heavy like you know <laughs> yeah <acting>. heavy stuff <laughs> yeah. going on i just i, I just laugh because i never heard a reference to american pie in a long time but yeah that's basically what kind of actor she was when <laughs> yeah she, she was like she was famous for showing her like the character mm -hmm. scott johansson's character in the movie essentially became famous for showing her boobs in a movie that was kind of like a american pie kind of ish movie yeah and then she became a serious actress thanks to her husband that she now wants to divorce because she got a great uh, role on on a show uh, on a show in um, in L.A. So yeah. that's why she wants to move to L.A. And he doesn't want to move there because New York. And yeah. uh, <laughs> you're you know, like, that, okay. That actually made me think. Like, I wonder how the cast of movies from from that time, like American Pie and Harold and Kumar, I wonder how they would feel like watching this movie. Because I like, think about no it, like, wonder, er, this, right? this is the story of everybody that came from American Pie. They tried to be serious actors later, but it's like, no, fuck you, you're Stifler. No, don't, don't do that. Or like the, the the State Farm ad I saw recently had the Shermanator in it. And I was like... Shermanator. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are you doing in a State Farm ad? And he probably tried to be a serious actor at some point. Like, well, State Farm's the, the only one who, who wants to hire me. So. Yeah. <laughs> At like, State Farm. Yeah. Or like Cal <laughs> Penn, it's like when he tried to work for the White House. He did work for the White House, but the entire he time, did, yeah. like, oh, you're Kumar. No, stop it. <laughs> but it's like, 
is it me or is it like Obama probably like the only president who would hire Cal Penn? Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only president who would would feel comfortable enough to hire Kumar. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like Trump would hire like Clint Eastwood or something. Charlton Heston, yeah. if he was still alive. <laughs> Throw like my bare just, hands. <laughs> Secretary of State Clint Eastwood, like, do you feel lucky? Look, and then, like, just talking to empty chairs all day. And <laughs> yeah. Those bitches in Russia, I'm coming. That's, it's like, I'll tell you what, you know, I'll show you what I'll tell Ayatollah, you may need. <laughs> take, out a, take out a chair. I'm gonna, <laughs> let's rehearse. I want to show him a thing or two. I'm show him a thing or two. And like, <laughs> it's like, be careful what you wish for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know who the who the kid is in the movie, Marriage Story. I have no idea. I feel like I've seen him before. I have to do some research. I don't know. Henry? It was like... Yeah, it was Henry. Was he the kid in, like, The Joker, maybe? I'm not sure, but <laughs> it's kind of like... I don't know. I would have said Stranger Things just as, like, a default, but... <laughs> Wait, what, what the fuck? Music by Randy Newman. Randy yeah. Newman did the soundtrack? Seriously? You gotta fade me. Okay, so the kid... Okay, he's... <laughs> He is in no other movie I've ever seen. Like, yeah. After the Wedding, mm. Beyond the Night, Furlough, Juliet Naked. Okay, whatever. Oh, Henry. Oh, he's a, yeah, he's an unknown, as he, Robertson. Yeah. But isn't he kind of like a serial, you know, like a psychopath? Like, that kid is sort of like, are you happy? He's like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I, I would say that's, I like, pretty like realistic. That, that's pretty realistic, though, of, like, kids whose, like, parents are, like, going through stuff. It's, like, it, it's sad because, like, when you're a kid, you start acting too early. So, like, he's acting neutral. I don't think he has, like, the the experience and depth yet to, like, <laughs> portray on screen, like, trying to act normal or trying well, to like act the- neutral. Dude, like the one thing I, I I think that the most uncomfortable part of this movie is when they they organize like two Halloweens for the kid. Oh yeah. And it's like, oh, well he can have a second Halloween. Like I've heard that so many times, like in movies and also in real life. I'm like that just sucks. Like who wants to like two Halloweens? Like yeah. I know it sounds good, but then you're like, oh, but I'm gonna spend it like alone with either one of my parents. You know. <laughs> yeah. And then he had to take him There's trick-or-treating no around to, like, like grocery stores and stuff, yeah. like, corner stores. I was like, this is sad, man. It's just, like, I don't know. I felt sad for Adam Driver's character. He's just, like, waiting, dressed up as the Invisible Man. Like, he's like an, yeah, yeah, or yeah. he looked like a mummy at first. Like, it was like, oh, shit, like, he's a mummy. But then he was an yeah. Invisible Man. And then he goes, like, yeah, he goes to a grocery store. I, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sorry, even as a dad... Like, even if you're a little older or something, you got to know that no kid wants to be the Invisible Man in Frankenstein. Like, I don't I don't, I don't, think that resonates with children too much. That's like, <laughs> the, no, like, you, you know, they just want to be Elsa and Kristoff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or like, the, he was a generic ninja, but I'm like, in real life, that kid would be like a Power Ranger or something. It's like, Power Ranger, yeah. No, I wanted to be a Jedi. Like, when I was, uh, I... I 
I think I went to, I did some trick or treating as Obi Wan Kenobi. I think once. Oh, that was awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> Prequels. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's such like uh, Upper West Side like artistic dads fantasy that you know they're gonna dress up as like the classic Invisible Man and Frankenstein, like to go to. Because <laughs> it's not like, you know, at least go with the Hulk. You know, don't go Frankenstein. Go with the Hulk. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he had like a full-on blazer and all of that. I'm like. Yeah. Like he has a five-year-old kid wouldn't have wanted to do that. I was a kid in the 90s. No kid wanted to be a universal monster. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I think, like, the only reason he went as the Invisible Man is because they didn't want him to dress up as Kylo Ren, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> For Halloween. It's like, oh, man, they would have got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, I, I was surprised in, like, one scene because they shot a scene in Times Square. And they were able to get enough extras around to like portray a busy street or a busy corner in New York. Mm-hmm. And you could tell it was Times Square. So I was pretty impressed. Cause like, at first I was wondering if Noah Bombay, if the director was doing that kind of like gorilla thing where we're gonna actually put you in the middle and let people like react to you. But yeah. in real life people would be like, holy shit, that's like Adam Driver, but nobody reacted. So I'm like, they got a lot of extras. Those are extras. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, you can't like, someone's always gonna be like, hey, you know, trying to wave at the camera. Uh, yeah. It's like, fuck, we have to do another, another take. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, talking about cut and takes, like uh, you were on Five uh, O the other day. Yep, I was on Hawaii Five O. Can I talk about that? Or? Extra, sure. <laughs> I was uh, extra this week for Hawaii Five O, and I was extra last week for Man and PI. Uh, since this is on Spotify, I can't talk too much about uh, what yeah, the episodes sure. are about. Uh, I can tell you for sure I'm not going to be in Magnum PI because uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll explain how being an extra works after. I'm definitely not being in Magnum PI. And for Hawaii Five O, you're going to see like the top of my head because mm-hmm. they did the rehearsals with like me and then they were like, let's put a girl right here. So they put a girl right in front of my face uh, sure. and, <laughs> for the actual filming. <laughs> but um. Yeah, well, basically, when you're maybe. an extra, you're kind of a prop. That's yeah. kind of how it works. You kind of sit in a room with people, uh, bring stuff to do all day. Like, if it, like basically, the instructions they give you ahead of time is don't bring this, that, this, that. But when they're talking about that, they're talking about the actual area where they're filming. But mm-hmm. if you're not in the filming area and you're basically in the waiting area, you can bring a cell phone, laptop, whatnot, and you're, you're going to have a lot of time to kill. Like, in the words of Pat Oswalt, it's like being in the DMV with famous people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, uh, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. It's just... But it, it's, it's at least it's fun being on set. Like, that's, that's like, if you want to learn about filmmaking, that's a good crash course into, like, figuring out how things work. Like, you get to look at the cameras they use, how, like, what kind of lenses, how they're able to make, like, things a certain quality, how how much the PAs have to run, but you kind of just have to accept the fact that, you know, you're not the, you're not the star. You're not going to be the star. You're basically equal to like a vase in the corner. Like you're there for the set designer to decorate the scene. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never had any lines or, uh, no. you, you gotta be union for that. I'm oh, not right. Union. That's yeah. like Magnum. Look over there. 
Mr. P.I. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. People go crazy. People want those lines so badly, those quick, like, watch out. <laughs> watch out. And they're like, that's me. That's me. That's me. But unless you pay $3,000 a year, that, that ain't happening. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude, did you see the tra- no? Like, did you see the trailer for the new Goop TV show the on Goop Netflix? Uh, no. Lab. Um, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, it's really. I'm it's probably like, gonna have a lot to say about it because I saw the poster and. Uh, you know what? I'm just think, gonna watch it now and yeah, you know what? We're, you, we're gonna have to can... do an episode about it. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm actually gonna put it on right up. now and. Okay. Entertain the people with your 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 tales of yours. Right. What? So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, what the. F- so goop. Uh, it's just, it's no, just sort of can... orgasm the first six seconds. What the hell yeah. is happening? So goop. What's that? <laughs> so what's like, goop is essentially about like I don't know if if uh, you guys know what goop is. It's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, health wellness whatever company. And she charges like 80 bucks for crystals and, and shit like that. And, uh, you know, and they're like uh, they're starting a, a Netflix TV show to show how like just crazy the research. What, you know, they call it research, but I don't know if that's real research. They're just trying to masturbate with garden tools. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's like pebbles, polished little rocks that cost like, I don't know, like 20 bucks. Like, you could just use a finger. It's fine, you know. <laughs> just, it's, all right, yeah. All right. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna play this. I, I, I need to play this through. I had to pause it. I was like, "What is the show about?" <laughs> okay, and it's just play. like Winnie Paltrow being like, because I don't think Winnie Paltrow has that much to say. She's just like, "Hey guys, what did you discover?" And then it's like, "Well, you know, if we put cream on a cactus, like it dies." You know, <laughs> you're like, "I'm just ad libbing here," but it's sort of like I feel like it's you know it, it's just weird and uh, i don't know like michael is, is looking at the trailer right now and he's like making really you know he looks really perplexed right now <laughs> he, like i didn't know what was going on when i watched that so i i think it's uh, the same thing's happening to him right now and uh yeah so gwyneth paltrow um uh, unless you want to waste your money on having a healing crystal infused with your drinking water uh and probably you might get i don't know maybe an infection from a rock uh you you should probably not buy her stuff uh, not anything i don't have anything personal you know personally against Gwyneth paltrow it's just it's just weird and uh, i like the way how uh stephen colbert kind of makes fun of goop with his own uh, brand called covenant house and it's it's uh it's really like celebrities preying on people's like dreams of becoming celebrities themselves and are like hey if i buy this i might live the same life as like with the paltrow or something so i'm like it's kind of like uh you know snake oil salesman or something yeah (laughs) in modern life but like she's you know she goes on juice cleanses and uh stars in marvel movies yes but yeah (laughs) So and, Michael, uh, I'm uh okay. So I just pulled up the Stevens new lifestyle brand. I'll watch that later. But, right. uh, what was that? What were you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just wondering, like, what 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 are your thoughts about Goop's uh, Netflix show? 
Is that whole show about masturbating? Is that like? I think so. <laughs> okay, it's like so, sex uh, education, but in California. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I hope we have some female listeners out there because I want to hear your point of view on all of this. But yeah, yeah, uh, follow, yeah. <laughs> what, the, what is going on? So there, there's men in this show. Okay, so there, there's cactuses in their face. There, one put, girl was putting like a lamp on her vagina. Uh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> so, is this real? Like, this is this is what I what's blowing my mind. Like, I want to know if this is real or if this is like a high quality Tim and Eric kind of thing, or if it's like Supreme. Because when when I look at the Goop story, it looks like Supreme. Like, you basically put Goop on some random bullshit and like upcharge it, and then everybody buys it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, what <laughs> what what is Goop? What, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's a brand, uh, and they sell. It's a lifestyle brand. Yeah. Whatever that means, and uh, because you know, like we both work in in advertising, and, and we kind of think this stuff is bullshit anyway. <laughs> yeah, the the best people at advertising are the people that hate advertising. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, because like we're trying to make advertising fun for the rest of us, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because most advertising is is shit, and uh, it's really uh, yeah, you know. Hey, like they also have a men section. Awesome. This, this really doesn't feel like it's meant to be taken seriously, but all the controversy I think is around the fact that there are people that are going to take this seriously. Mm-hmm. I I don't feel like this is supposed to be serious, but it's like. I mean, it, it, I to, hope to it's a not. Back, it feels like this is supposed to be real. Oh my! And they're they probably going to follow someone. Dude, they have a podcast. Okay, gonna check it out. What is it called? It's called the wait, the Goop Podcast. Is she coming back can... for like more Marvel movies? Is she doing her like Iron Rescue thing? Maybe I I don't know like uh, maybe she'll come back for the next Spider-Man. Oh yeah, maybe. she'll be like the crossover. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck maybe is? Because uh, like Shield won't exist anymore. It'll be replaced by the space <laughs> version of Shield. Oh oh okay, yeah okay. So it's like it's called Sword. Go figure. <laughs> wait wait are you serious? Yeah I'm serious. Oh yeah. it's actually called Sword okay. It's called Sword. Uh-oh. And uh, maybe Gwyneth Paltrow will be part of Sword. You know, I don't know. I didn't hear this anywhere. I'm just like, I don't want I people like writing articles like podcasters say Sword will feature Gwyneth Paltrow. That, that, is there like an equivalent to Lex Luthor in the Marvel universe? Uh, that would be so uh, cool if like Gwyneth Paltrow played that Lex Luthor, and instead of like an evil looking. Empire, it's like an evil empire that's basically the same as Goop. It's so like it's Pepper like Potts. Yeah, yeah. Like and Pepper like Potts brand, evil. Yeah. The brand isn't called Goop, it's just called Potts. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the same shit as Goop, basically. Yeah. It's like, you want to live like Pepper Potts? Buy Potts. With her healing masturbation rocks. And... <laughs> You know, she has to get over Tony sometime, you know? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that was a good one. Then he's a clink. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
there you go. Are you clinking against your webcam? I am trying. Where's the microphone on this thing? There you yeah, go. I can hear it. I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, like in the comics, there's a female uh, Iron Man, and, and she's called um, Iron Heart, and she's essentially yeah. like a genius teenager who uh, invents her own suit of armor. Yeah. And then uh, becomes like sponsored by Tony Stark or something. Yeah. And uh, but like the MCU version of Spider-Man kind of occupies that role right now. So uh, you know he's he he's got the Stark tech and everything, and he's got his own suit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, maybe Pepper Potts will help Spider-Man hide from. Because uh, like at the end of uh, Far From Home, like he's he's essentially become a fugitive, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. I really need. I really want to see multi multiverse of madness. Like the oh, director yeah. for that was the original director who did a sinister and all like a lot of horror movies. He mm -hmm. just left the project based on creative differences, and I'm not surprised because out of any movie, that's going to be the movie to like figure out how to start crossing people over and like yeah making it more like like meshing the rights a little bit more that's good that's like the one movie like they're not admitting it but that's the one movie where they're going to try to create excuses of how to like do whatever the fuck they want basically <laughs> yeah because like uh it's it's going to be directly connected to uh wandavision like uh, with mm -hmm. the scarlet and scarlet witch is going to be in uh doctor strange and the multiverse of madness and uh, I heard a lot of rumors that say that maybe she's gonna like cast a spell and invent the X-Men like and that's how the X-Men are gonna show up or something yeah. because there's a there's a comic called House of M where she essentially gets rid of all normal humans yeah. and just has mutants and then she changes her mind and uh, goes like no more mutants and there aren't any more mutants anymore and uh, they might do something like that because she's i think she's totally going to go insane in uh in WandaVision and maybe that's what Doctor Strange is going to have to fix like she's going to warp reality and he has to save it or something and then that opens the doors to all these other crazy like yeah. uh you know cosmic beings in in the multiverse yeah <clears throat> it's going to be awesome i think i'm a big fan of Doctor Strange so, so i thought like i'm really looking forward to that movie yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's a long time. We're gonna have to wait for, I think this year. Which Marvel movies are coming out this year? Like uh, uh, Black Widow. Eternals. Yeah, Black Widow and, and Eternals. Eternals. Yeah. Yeah, Black Widow looks fun. Although it, it it's um, I'm looking forward to Eternals more than than Black Widow. But I think Black Widow deserved like ScarJo after Marriage Story deserves to have her own movie. Yeah, <laughs> so much emotional yeah. emotional turmoil, man. Like she needs her own movie. <laughs> yeah, she she has a lot to get out of her system. I'm like, and she died in Avengers Endgame, sir. So like, dude, like. I know. But this is but supposed I, to happen. I feel like this isn't going to be the only. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be the only Black Widow movie. Yeah, like, I think so. Scarlett Johansson is too, like, she's too good of like a leading, like actress, like yeah. basically like. Like, like even like um, Lucy and Ghost in the Shell, Cause, like Ghost in the Shell, like there was all like the whitewashing controversy, but people still liked Scarlett Johansson. Like it, it was like, I mean, it was like, like we're, we're mad at the whole controversy, but at the same time, it's like the 
and, and like the mindset of like the people at the time were like, we're bad at the controversy, but at the same time, she's just so good. <laughs> it's like she's a really good actress. And then yeah, listen, yeah. like it's not her fault that she's the one who got hired in this movie. And I yeah. mean, like a lot of people are like, well, maybe she should have quit. You know, they're like, dude, like, you know, you yeah. don't know her life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, That's the thing. She, people really accepted her being it. It's kind of like, I feel like that that was the vibe around the movie was that people were like, it it, it was like you 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 white you 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 whitewash it and it's like it felt like they didn't blame her they blamed the studio for hiring somebody white but they didn't blame her because she was like yeah good. I mean she she made some weird comments around that time and I think yeah. that's what got her in, into uh, hot water because she was like well I think I should have the right anyone should have the right to play whatever they want to play and yeah. I was like. Hey, you know, let's go like one situation. Let's take it one situation at a time. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Can't do like absolutes, but it's sort of like I remember I used to live in Germany when that movie came out, yeah. <clears throat> and um, that was one of the few times where the movie theater was packed, like in the IMAX uh, theater, yeah. was for Ghost in the Shell, and the time after that was for Thor Ragnarok. Like those were the only two times I saw it really yeah. packed except for obviously infinity war and endgame yeah. but like uh yeah i don't know scarlett, I was johansson, scarlett johansson is a draw <laughs> like she's gonna like no matter what she's doing she's gonna bring people so i don't think this is gonna be the only black widow movie <laughs> like he, yeah. people will forgive her just because she's a good actress but i mean because like uh, florence uh florence Pugh is in this movie she's like another She's uh, like a sister. Who is she, by the way? Like I've heard of her, but I don't. Really she's know. she's also an agent. She's like a Black Widow agent yeah. type. Uh, okay, as well, okay, yeah. and they're like quote unquote sisters, but I guess they're like sisters through, you know, like training, not through blood, probably. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And uh, wait, I have to drink something. My throat. I have I have to work tonight, so I'm gonna get some instant coffee right now. All right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm just I have some, here. Uh, like a good South American, I bought some Café de Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> so we have one guy getting tipsy, one guy getting caffeinated right now. <laughs> yeah. If uh, you're lazy and, uh, you know, you just want to boil water and, and have some coffee, just buy Café de Colombia, soluble, <laughs> puro café, colombiano. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. You can buy it at uh, Fairway. Yep. Does Fairway exist outside of New York? I What's don't know. Fairway? What is that? Fairway. Wait, what is it? Wayfair or Fairway? Sorry, Wayfair. Oh, Fair. Wayfair. Oh, okay. Is it? Yeah, Wayfair is like, I thought that was furniture. No, wait. No, no, no. Wayfair is furniture. Fairway is a uh, grocery store, like a, a chain of grocery stores in, in the, the New York City area. Yeah. And uh, I think it's only in Manhattan, but they have like few big stores in Harlem and uh, the Upper West Side, the Upper East Side, Upper East Side as well. Yeah. You don't see too many fairways in Midtown, but yeah, I'm uh, looking at this right now. I've never seen this before. Fairway, like no other market. <laughs> no, it's like uh, I think most people go to Trader Joe's nowadays, but Fairway. There are a few things that I like better at Fairway than Trader Joe's, mm. but uh, you. When you go to Fairway, you usually have to bump, you know, like uh, bump into aggressive old ladies in the Air Boys mm. side. And they're just looking at you, it's like, are you going to let me pass? And they're like, yeah. uh, go ahead. And it's like, thank you. And then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I actually get asked all the time if they ever hear that accent. 
and like the younger generations, like people around no, our age, no matter like where you're from, no, we all kind of like sound that. the same. Like, like yeah. honestly, if you're a millennial or like Gen Z, everybody kind of sounds the same now. Yeah. But it's like you hear that old New York accent, the old people. Forget about it. It's like forget ah. about it. <laughs> and, Thank uh, you. Thank that. <laughs> no, I met this this guy who's like uh, I guess he's probably in his fifties or sixties, and he's like he's got a real New York accent. You know, he talks yeah. like this, <laughs> and, and he's like, "Hey, the door doesn't close." You know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta open the door and they're like, <laughs> like okay cool and uh yeah no it's uh hey guys if you're in new york go to fairway supermarkets fairway pay me uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cafe de colombia for for the cafe sweet you know not sweetness but the cafe effect freeze-dried instant yeah. awesome but That's uh, one thing, yeah. uh i i one thing I want to try when I come back is uh, Colombian food. Like there's oh, a Colombian yeah. restaurant That's right next good. to me. Most of the Colombian. I have never gotten around to eating there yet. I'm like bummed. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, like uh, when you come back and we record an episode, like we should totally go there. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah. I can order in Spanish, and we we can try. There's like a good Peruvian restaurant, and uh, like it's between. It's kind of like. It's not in Harlem, but it's near Harlem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It's called, I can't remember what it's called, but it's really good. And I went there with my mom, like, she's Peruvian, so, like, and, and she thought it was really good. So I was like, yeah. Right, approved. Approved. Trying to see where else there, there's this Noches de Colombia. There's, mm-hmm. it's actually not in the city, it's all on, like, outskirts, like, Secaucus, New Jersey, Portchester, New York. Gakis. Sigakis. Mineola, New York. Where is that? I don't even know where that is. <laughs> I have no idea. No. It's like, dude, like the Amazon shipping nowadays, I don't know if anyone else has dealt with this. It's kind of like wonky nowadays because like sure. I receive things and then they're still telling me that they haven't sent it or something. And I'm like, but it's there. You know, <laughs> like it's here. <laughs> Like, well, it's better the other way around, right? That they tell you it, right, it right, shipped right. and it's there and it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I made notes for this movie, like, Marriage Story. Like, it's the first time I actually made notes. Because right. I thought, like, I have to do this professionally. <laughs> and I, I mean, saw I, that tried, I, tried doing that a few, I tried doing that a few weeks ago for one of the other movies we talked about. And I, don't, I, I think I said maybe, like, two of those notes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's the it's Irishman. Like a, yeah. yeah, the Irishman. Why? Well, the Irishman is like a three-hour movie. Three hour and 20 minutes, right? Or three hour and a half, three hours and a half? Yeah. You need notes, like, because there's so much going on. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, which movies are you looking forward to in the next, like, month? Uh, in the next month? Okay, what's today? January 24th. Wow, it's almost done. Well, it's, I still need to see Star Wars. <laughs> I definitely need to see. Uh, <laughs> you didn't see Star Wars. I didn't see Star Wars yet. I don't know. Like it's it, it just hey, never Disney, happened. Disney is still pressuring. Like he's they're still paying uh, movie theaters to show it. So like you, you should. Wait, they're paying movie the theaters to show it. I don't know if they're paying them, but they're probably like, you know, because like Disney owns I think forty percent of the industry now. So they're sort of like, hey, uh, they're probably 
shaking up like movie theaters like mobsters and I'm like hey yeah. you know it's a shame if uh, half of these movies didn't show up huh? yeah. and, uh, you better show Star Wars for a month okay and yeah. <laughs> It's like when uh, Quentin Tarantino, when when uh, Disney chose Star Wars, like like they were trying to play Star Wars in a certain theater, and they kicked out Quentin Tarantino for Hateful Eight. And I was like, they choked me, man, or he said some shit like that. They choked me, man, and then oh, uh, dude, like I was supposed to I, be there, and then they forced me out. What the fuck, man. Dude, I saw like an excerpt of uh, like Tarantino, like so. Some lady was ta- was at, was telling him like why so much blood? It doesn't serve like it's bad for our kids and it doesn't serve like any purpose. I says because it's fun, Sharon. And, like, <laughs> I saw that one. Because it's fun. Because it's fun. That's okay. Then or like, like when he got interviewed by the, the the guy that interviewed Robert Downey Jr. and that same guy interviewed Tarantino, he was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not your slave. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna answer you. <laughs> It's my movie. It's cool. That's why it's cool. cool. It's like the ultimate. Like he used to be. He used to work at Blockbuster or something. I don't know. Like he was like a video store no, clerk. He very much seems like the kind of guy that like. He's the kind of guy like. <laughs> he's like the he's like the the comic book comic book guy in Simpsons. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. if if he made movies, and it's like, well, yeah. you know, in this comic, you know. <laughs> But he's like that on crack, basically. Um, <laughs> All right. What do you got in your notes well, for? Hey, uh, well, I, I, I have, I had very short notes. I just wrote down all the actors' names because I usually don't remember those. And uh, I wrote down divorce lawyers in Hollywood are the scum of the world. And uh, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Yes, are you Hollywood lawyers listening? <laughs> and uh, Hollywood lawyers, especially divorce lawyers, uh, divorce lawyers make things worse in this story. Like anyway, in marriage story, I feel like they actually made everything worse. And it's kind of like, but uh, hey, you know, it's the law. <laughs> it's like, you know, how, like all these signs in, in, uh, in New York, it's just like every time you can't do something, it's like it's the law, just in case, like you didn't know. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's the yeah. Law. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Signs hey, in New you York. Should, you oh, shouldn't they... push anyone in the train, and they're like, it's the law, and they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I won't do it. <laughs> oh, now I won't do it for sure. And <laughs> I thought it was a suggestion. It's a it's suggestion. The law. It's like you shouldn't steal stuff. It's the law. Uh. <laughs> 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 you're just yeah whatever <laughs> so according to my timer we're almost at an hour so uh i think we're gonna unless you have something else to say ah actually I, the movie i'm really looking forward to is uh, birds of prey yes there you go i'm really looking forward to that movie and i'm looking forward to that movie it looks like um what yeah. suicide was trying suicide squad was trying to go for but like they refined it as like a better version of Suicide Squad. I think it's going to be a better version of Suicide Squad. It's going to be a feminist version of Suicide Squad as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think a lot of people are going to be happy uh, about that. But uh, yeah, it's going to be because like Margot Robbie as Hardy Quinn is feels like she was born to play that, and it's kind yeah. of uh, yeah. And then uh, Ewan McGregor is is in the movie as well. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. 
Hello there. <laughs> well, he's playing the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I've never seen Ewan McGregor as a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder he's if it's going to be believable because like, he, he's, he's too charming. He's probably, because like he plays uh, Black Mask, so probably something's going to happen like with his mask and it's just going to stay stuck there. And yeah. he's going to be like, I'm Black Mask. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like Jake Gyllenhaal in The Last Spider-Man. It was like, he's the villain, but aw. Aw, but he's so, you know, but he's, he's so nice. <laughs> I know. Like, aw, you're not, you're not this guy. <laughs> but like, when Jake Gyllenhaal went like full Hollywood, you know, diva, like when he's like, no, the lighting should be like this. Okay, guys? Okay, yeah. let's do it again. And they're like, yeah. okay, I want him to die now. And exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Maybe, maybe that's when the real Jake Gyllenhaal came out. <laughs> the real Jake Gyllenhaal was like, you know, on uh, like uh, uh, which movie? What? Like he made this really cool movie, uh, Night, not Nightcrawler, but Night Night Stalker. I don't know what it was called. Uh, oh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, exactly. Night Stalker. <laughs> Night Stalker. <laughs> Should it be Night called person. Night, Night person. You know, and, uh, you know, he was auditioning for Batman or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm dark and brooding and kind of a psycho. <laughs> yeah. He auditioned for, like, every superhero because he was supposed to be Spider-Man. Yeah, he was supposed to be he Spider-Man. He was supposed to be Batman. He was, he, yeah. yeah, he was in the running for the latest, like, the next Batman. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, oh, man, Jake Gyllenhaal. Nice guy. Nice guy. How about those eyebrows? <laughs> He's got some thick eyebrows. He's got some, he got some does, serious he eyebrows, man. He's got he some a big eyebrow game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm running out of things to talk about, so I think we're going to cut it here. And uh, hey, guys, uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Uh, so at tipsy spoilers on Instagram, uh, I haven't posted anything. I should probably give Michael access to this account as well. And, uh, <laughs> that way we're two people sharing things, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, we'll get that done, but, uh, yeah, Mike. Cool. And, uh, I am three quarters of the way done with this Mickey's fine malt liquor. Uh, you yes. have your, uh. <laughs> You have your Gatorade or whatever, so let's drink it real Gatorade. fast. Let's, Gatorade. Let's, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Clink. Uh, I'm just going to like... There you go. There we go. Yeah. All right. Cool. This is uh, Tipsy Spoilers. Uh, See you next let time. Let you know if we're on medicine or drinks next week, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next time we'll probably we we will either be drunk, high on coffee, or uh, drugged uh, with ibuprofen. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Cool. Peace. See you. Peace. Yeah. Oh.